to that level, does that play into him cheating on his wife? Yeah, but that guy's got a bunch of... Hi, I'm John. I'm Alexis. And welcome to Trust Me. Trust Me. A weekly podcast where we talk about trust, transparency, and building long-lasting relationships in a fast-paced world. Yep, and this week we have decided to continue our discussion. Part three, the menage of porn. excited to tell that joke super excited that's all i have <laughs> it's pretty good no more puns for the night there'll be so, puns there's been puns yeah i kind of wanted to discuss this further and i know you did too john but i'm really wanting to discuss female perspective and porn further only because i feel like it's not really represented out there and all the reading and researching that I've been doing there's just not substantial you know research being done about the female perspective um it is represented it's just of a minority and it's not super popular yeah and when you think of porn you think women as like the actor and men more as like the consumer and I don't think that's necessarily accurate anymore this honestly doing this research and doing these podcasts about porn has been very like triggering to me personally and it's been hard yeah it's been kind of hard honestly yeah and i was doing some reflecting on it and trying to decide why that is because i like porn and i love sex and those seem like two things that would go together very nicely and Two peas in a pod. Yeah. Inside joke. And um, and so <laughs> I just feel like maybe it's been triggering because it's been like such a source of like lying in the past yeah. for me personally and for like tons of other women that I've talked to. Yeah. It's like this hidden thing. Or something. Yeah. But what we're discovering and what I'm learning is like, besides knowing that myself, like I like porn, that like a lot of women do too. Yeah. So like, let's start this conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's like just make it less socially unacceptable for women to watch porn. Because according to like Psychology Today, for example... They stated that a lot of women in these studies that they've done recently feel like it's inappropriate for them to watch porn and enjoy it. Yeah. They have this internal conflict going on. And I can speak from personal experience, like, feeling this way. Feeling like, am I supposed to be getting turned on right now? Is this okay? Is this exploitation? Is there something wrong here? It's like this weird conflict. Do you feel like that when you watch a TV show that has sex in it? No. Because you've watched some shows before. Where like, like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And then 
Yeah, there's been a couple of things. There was some ecstasy show or something, and there was sex in it. It's like it was mini porn inside of a a, a movie. Or Wait, what's this show. ecstasy show? Like the show of. that made you feel bad. <laughs> they reminded you of your youth. Oh, the HBO show Euphoria yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was like, oh my, yeah, there are definitely scenes in that that make me very uncomfortable because like but, there's a girl like being forced. And, yeah, well, that's yeah. fucked up. But Game of Thrones, there's like, it's, there's there's definitely moments of just straight softcore porn in that. Yeah, but that's different though than watching like. A porn where, and we can, I can talk about things that I've read yeah. that like these studies have shown and why women feel conflict or how they no, feel when no, they watch I just, porn. No, no, I just, I was just arguing for the sake of perspective because it's silly that I think, I, I don't disagree that people feel silly or feel shame involved with it. I do think it's, it's silly that they do and it's unfortunate that they do. They're not silly, but it, it sucks that. They would feel bad or feel shame because... Well, maybe there there are reasons why, I think, for women in particular, like, they might feel uncomfortable. Yeah. First of all, we haven't why do been... you feel uncomfortable? We haven't been accurately, repre- accurately represented in yeah. pornography. If yeah. only 18% of us are, are coming in these porns, well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, one. Two, a lot of it's, like, male-driven, like, it... <sighs> like point of view stuff and it like that doesn't do anything for women when you're watching it yeah. it's like the majority of what you find out there yeah so like if we can discuss how actually we do like it and we're more part of a conversation first of all it's more socially acceptable we're discussing it more maybe then it doesn't feel like people and maybe men don't feel the need to hide it yeah. if men and women are enjoying it like openly you know i don't know there were studies that discussed... So there's a new study um, that the Journal of Sex Research conducted. This is 2018. And this was 21 studies across nine countries. So regarding porn and women consuming it. Women focus more th- on kind of genuine pleasure, like facial expressions and the reality of the sex act than men do, according mm-hmm. to this study. So... I think this is true as well. Like, if it looks real, then I'm going to enjoy watching it more than if it just looks like she's having no fun at all. Yeah. And, in fact, she could be in pain. Like, that is not a turn-on to me. It's actually the opposite. Okay? So that's kind of not a surprise. Like, women focus on, like, facial expressions and whether or not it seems genuine. Yeah. And that's linked to their arousal when watching porn. Yeah. Okay? Also, um, guys are used to being like, I have no idea if she's actually enjoying this or not. <laughs> I don't you, know if that's you, how you feel, but you know, I'm sure that a lot of men have felt that way at one point in their life. You know when a guy's coming because, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I, I mean, how, what I, do you think? I agree. I mean, I agree with you. I think often I and. It, I think often I hope that that person isn't in pain. I hope that person's enjoying it. (laughs) But you don't pick up on cues necessarily. You're just hoping that they're enjoying it. Wait, are we talking observing porn or like an actual No, observing porn. Okay. (laughs) But you and I, every time we've watched porn and it's made in a, um, I I was going to say a lab. (laughs) When it's studio studio porn, neither one of us like that. And then even when we watch 
other couples, like where it's just a couple having sex and it's like them filming themselves. Neither one of you or I like when it's something that's like like a, a very commercialized. Yeah. Because he, and it's funny because the the people we've watched where it's like very straight hair and makeup and they're women that are seemingly in a real relationship but they're mimicking or mirroring commercial porn. Mm-hmm. It's not fun for us. It's like the same values transfer over. But when it's a real couple and you can like there's, I feel like I'm fairly. Empathetic, ah, yeah, empathetic. Mm-hmm. I can pick up on that, and that's probably why you love me to the degree that you do. But that's what you and I resonate with, and that's what I resonate with too. Like, I'm studio porn's weird, and it is there is like you're talking about how there's a lot of faking, and of course there is. That's just how the industry's been forever. I don't think it's right. Yeah, so we're talking about it, so maybe yeah. it'll change it. It's probably it's not going away. There's a lot of documentaries about it. Have you ever seen Hot Girls Wanted? No. It's Hot Girls Wanted. It's, it's really it's sad, but it's very eye opening. It's about the turnover rate in pornography, and girls that are like 18 have like a shelf life like tops like six months. Can we not say shelf shelf life? That's but that's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, that's, that's like objecti- objecti- objectification, like right there in and of itself. Like you, you could literally say, just used a term. I guess you could say a comedian to has objectify a, shelf. a woman. Yeah, male actors have shelf lives too. Well, okay. It's just a term that you use in the film industry or the entertainment industry. Like a comedian has a shelf life. Let's just be mindful specials. of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, though, right? So a girl doing porn only does it for six months, and then she's done They'll doing it. Often do it longer than three to six months, but that's like peak prime. You get the best treatment, and you get high dollar. So what about it though? Well, you can either leave, or if you stay in it, then you have to like you're subjected to porns where it's violent and it's painful and it's. So why? Yeah. So what? I guess. What about that though? What do you mean? What about that? That's, I mean, it's a problem in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of liter- literature about it. Hot Girls Wanted, it may still be on Netflix. It has been for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. Um, I but, haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but... Yeah, I think there's a, there are probably a lot of problems with... The porn industry, and so maybe men have issue and take. I'm, I would imagine take issue with these things too. I um, know that personally, and then reading about these studies, that that's one of the problems that women have with pornography. Yeah. If there's any sort of exploitation or like some sort of a vibe at all, where yeah she's being used or yeah. doesn't want to do it or something i mean of course that's horrible yeah but just the fear or the yeah. thought of that having existed in yeah. the world is like gives women according to the study like you know particular conflict with watching it well this is arousing me but like am i allowed to be aroused by it because i feel strange about whether or yeah. not it's morally acceptable and i don't know that men necessarily have that moral well, I just Dilemma. demonstrated that I do. Yeah. So some men do. So so that's what you were point. That was your point of bringing up that yeah, documentary. I don't, yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I'm aware of how fucked up the industry is from learning about it because, like I've said before, I think I've said it. We've talked about it on the podcast. I can't do anything passively. You know that about me. I don't know if anyone that's listening knows that, but like, 
nothing I do is passive. Like if I start to learn about something, I'm like all in. So I've learned a lot about it and about the industry. I know it's fucked up, but I don't know if that's the only reason that I'm able to watch. If we're like watching porn or if I've watched porn in the past, if it seems fucking weird and weird in like a way where it's not enjoyable for both people, it turns me off mm-hmm. and something feels wrong about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to what was popular before, but when you and I have like gone through and scrolled on the, the page on Pornhub, it is very rarely studio porn. So I'm just wondering what percentage of guys can't pick up on that now. You know, is it is it a large percentage of dudes being fuckheads watching like weird, like someone's in a basement or someone's getting paid very little money? I know that that stuff is out there. No, it for sure is and, out there. I mean, this is a whole another discussion, just like legalizing prostitution and why yeah. I believe that would be helpful. Yeah. I mean, get rid of the underground shit. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. no, we can talk about this. Sex yeah. is not weird. No. And I think there's a lot of shame, and that shame leads to, like, lying and then hiding and yeah. levels upon levels and layers upon layers of just, like, pushed down yeah. you know like, what? stuff. Yeah. What I think is a good point, and you're kind of, this is kind of what you're saying, but the underground stuff is there, and you can still easily access it on mainstream porn what you can't is bestiality and um um child porn you can't because that's fucked up and it's wrong and it's illegal i think the porn that you're describing should be put into that same box yeah i think it is Eh, yes no you can i mean if you want to find if you want to find something with a guy being violent to a woman as long as she's being compensated in some way you're allowed to put that out into the world But porn is, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just think that women, I would love to see women feeling more comfortable about discussing porn use. And like, it's okay to be turned on by it. Yeah. And then maybe we can shift it a little bit in yeah. the industry. I think that doesn't need to industry. be so male driven, right? Yeah, right? It can be more about female perspective, yeah. what turns women on as well as men, you yeah. know? Because sex is meant to be enjoyed together (laughs) it is by nature two people or three people or four people but like i think the general rule is pleasure seven people right i think the general rule though is pleasure like men women men men women women men women men like whatever you configuration you come up with i think like the general rule is like pleasure right it's meant to be enjoyed you do it together right so there's still shame I don't know. I just if don't know if it's like... was removed... I, I, yeah, I, that's I, my point. I've got to imagine that if you're a girl that's in porn and it's like your, the end of your, sh- your short-lived career, shelf life, whatever I said earlier... Let's and, just say career. Right. You're, well, because your career's still going on. If the, the glory days of your career are done, I imagine it plays into the mentality of the person. Well, I don't want to go back to my town... Because my face is on the internet and I was having sex for money on a camera, a lot of shame, don't want to go back home. So you stay, hang on, so you stay in the industry and then you subject yourself to all this fucked up stuff because of shame. And if if you remove shame, which is what you're talking about doing, by allowing women to talk about it openly and encouraging women to do so, I think you encourage less women to stay in the industry. Yeah, I think it encourages healing overall, which is ultimately what my goal is for everyone in the world. (laughs) I think there's a lot of pain everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, if we can 
openly discuss how we feel and what arouses us without being like embarrassed by it, then yeah, I think that that in some way heals pain. So, yeah, I mean, I think we, we, I hope to see it being discussed more openly. Yeah. Like in churches. Buses. Well, I don't know that churches necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. Whatever. I'm not a Christian, but I do know that. I I don't think I would be interested to talk to a Christian about pornography. I told you about the Christian couple. No. You remember the Christian? Um, I I started following a Christian couple. <clears throat> I won't say their names, but people that I'd met in real life. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The videographer and his wife. His wife's a blogger. Um, he does video and they made a video together on her blog Instagram talking about how he had an addiction and he ended up subsequently cheating on his wife and his addiction was porn. Mm, that sounds like a fucking cop out to me. Yeah, me too. But he said there, it seemed like he was saying the root of it was because he started but watching too many porn hot novel age. babes, and then he couldn't he couldn't like adjust his reality to the fact that he had one babe. He yeah. wanted some more hot novel babes. Yeah, he, porn whenever, just made him think he could have it, so he went out and got it. So he got one person at his church for three to five months or however that's long he said. fucking stupid ass excuse to me, for too, cheating that's on like your wife. Someone that when they say they're an alcoholic and I'm like, oh really? Like, yeah, I had three beers on Saturday. Every Saturday. I'm like, are you really an alcoholic? When someone says they're a it's sex, what, sex plus, addict, we, they have, the same thing. Yeah, I'm sex like, addiction, whatever. But there's no such thing as porn addiction. We already established yeah. that on this podcast. So, But the, I feel like porn was used as a scapegoat there and it's fucking used as an easy scapegoat because yeah. of the shame involved yeah. with it. Well, shame not about sex, but shame about lying and cheating on your wife. No, no, no. He lied and cheated on his wife, but porn was this like low-hanging fruit, so it was like an easy target to blame. But if I th we lived in a world where everyone's like, yeah, we watch porn and it's fine. Just don't beat off too much and don't lie to your partner about it. If that's the world we lived in and some dude cheated on his wife, he couldn't blame it on porn if that's how everyone lived. Openly and honestly, hmm. but people don't live like that. Hmm. So, yeah, we have these conversations. Do you think that there's some way that porn and his porn use like led him to cheating on his wife? Do you think there's any legitimacy like to his claim? Like, like porn's like a gateway drug. Yeah, like a gateway drug. Um, maybe. Yeah, why not? Really? So you think there is some legitimacy to what he's claiming? Uh. What can watching porn at an early age fuck you up? I, I. If you're constantly seeking a different high, if you're constantly searching for a different woman to ejaculate to, and you're constantly going there, even if you don't want to, he had said in. So he took over her blog, and it was a four. <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, she, I think she made him. She had to make him do it. Um, but there was like four parts, and two were written. Uh, from him and two were written from her. One of the parts he was talking about um, um, what his porn usage and, and he admitted to a girl that he was a porn addict in college and she broke up with him, yada yada. He was watching porn so much, one time he was like lying there and he said out loud in bed, oh no, again, do I have to? And then he did it, which to me is funny and sad at the same time. Oh no, again. He was like, Watching. Phone or laptop. He's like, do I have to? 
Yeah. And he said he was like talking. They're very Christian. They're, he's like talking to God, like, God, do I have to? Hmm. And God was like, Yes, you're an addict. <laughs> Until you admit it, you've got to, you got to do it. To that level, does that play into him cheating on his wife? Yeah, but that guy's got a bunch of problems besides porn. I think I'm not a doctor. I don't. We're not therapists. No, no, we're not. Does eliminating porn and demonstrating some level of self-control would that help him? Yes. Like to I think, give him confidence in other areas of self-control. Yeah. Like if you can exert some level of self-control over something smaller, that maybe it gives you the strength to realize that you can exert self-control in other areas. For sure, yeah. We talk about the tiny baby steps all the time. Yeah. And not so. setting goals that are too big. Yeah. Too bad for that couple. That's sad to hear. Well, they're working through it. They have a kid and they seem like they're happy. Is, it, is there working through that? I think for some people, right? There's working through anything. I mean, if you ever cheated on me, you wouldn't even... Be around to work on it, I guess. Yeah. So there would be no working through it. Yeah, for sure. I would work through it, but you certainly would not. If I cheated on you, and I never would, but putting myself in that guy's shoes, I don't think it's fair to do to your partner. You and I worked so hard on fucking trust. Not fucking trust like sex trust, but like just trust. trust. Mm -hmm. We've worked so hard on it that if I violated our trust to the umpteenth degree, like the, the ultimate betrayal... I don't think it'd be fair to make you live through hell. Because when you lie, and this guy said said this, and I thought it was very on point. And there's a lot of things I like about this couple. This is one of them. He said when you lie, and you have like a secret that's something that you think is shameful, and you know it hurt people, you live in a personal hell. Yeah, absolutely. But then he externalized it, and he should have, I think. But now his wife, instead of being able to heal, is living through that hell. With him. With him. Yeah, she, he dragged her down into it. And she thinks she needs to do it, but she doesn't need to. Well, that's not for it doesn't matter. That's for her to decide. Right. That doesn't. That's neither here nor she there. She can decide whether she wants to be with him or not. But to say I need to, and it's not. No, you don't. He's not heir. You don't need him. <sighs> yeah, I don't see. That's that's hard. Getting into then how other people feel is. I think that's a slippery slope. Yeah. That's I'm not tricky. trying to say how they feel. Yeah, or what she... Just, well, well, she feels like she should. She, she, feel, she feels she like, feels she, like needs she needs to. Him, yeah. and, and that's for her to decide. Right, for sure. I think to she say, probably think understands on some level that she she can live without him. I'm sure she understands Maybe, that. Maybe, we don't know. She said, but what she said <laughs> yeah. in her, her blog was, I need, I need to do this. I need to be there for my husband. So okay. you don't need to. Yeah. I, I do think the words you said should, I, I think that that changes the dynamic of that whole, like, the, the ideology. Should and need. Two different things. And it is important because it's, you do mantras, you do meditations, you do prayers, whatever. Those words are important because... I agree. They, I think they, language they, is very important. Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't need to. But anyway, yeah, I would... We're getting a little off track, I guess. But I would... Like, to put myself in that guy's shoes, like, you have to, like... I would let you go. Like, there's no way I'd want you to live in hell because I fucked up. Well, I mean, if I knew or found out you had a porn addiction, I, quote unquote, even though there's really no such thing according yeah. to science, I guess, at this point, it's not necessarily well, categorized right? as, well, psychology is considered science Yeah. in 2019. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe... <laughs> there's something you know that I don't know. But anyway, um, I, you know, 
I, if, if I found out you were watching porn and had a, a problem with it and you were lying about it, I would be very concerned that the next step would be you cheating on me. Yeah. I'd be like, well, clearly, because let's be real, we're 35 years old. Mm -hmm. Like, sex is still very important yeah. to a lot of people our age, right? It's very important to us. So if I found out you were not necessarily completely sexually satisfied, like, within our relationship, mm -hmm. Even if it was just digitally you were like stepping outside of our relationship, mm -hmm. I would be very concerned that the next step would be you like stepping outside of our relationship to yeah. seek satisfaction because you weren't fulfilled. Yeah. You know, I don't so think sex is in a from our I, we have friends that are around our age. I don't think sex is at, as important to them as it is to you and I. I mean, women peak around this age, yeah. well, and a lot of my friends that I associate with, sex is very important to them. Right, but we hear a lot of people complaining about sex. I hear people around my age talking about, oh, don't have sex. Don't have sex? Yes, it's a thing. Like, don't... People in relationships... That, that don't have sex. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. been in relationships like right. that. Right, I think a majority of people... they It's important, but it does not... Like, it's a, it's a desire, it's an important desire, but yeah. it doesn't play an active role in their life. Right, but right. important desire, meaning it's still important to them. Yeah. So they're getting it somewhere. They're seeking it somewhere, yeah. somehow. Yeah. Whether it's porn or... You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, I'm not trying to, like, trigger any... I'm just... Like, sex yeah. plays a pretty significant role in our lives as human beings. It's yeah. how we've survived as yeah. species. I mean, it's... So to deny that... I mean, I'm not saying everyone. I'm just saying... saying everyone what? That it that it's, plays a very important role in everyone's life. You know, yeah. it's just... It's, it's how we well, if you're, have survived. If you're a married couple and you're 35, and that'd be an interesting statistic to look at. But if you're a married couple and you're 35, 40, whatever, and you're not having sex, but the people are masturbating or consuming more porn, it'd be interesting to look at data from now versus the 50s, if that even exists, if people were more sexually active in the 50s and their mid-30s, right? Like with each other? Yeah. Because no, if you're themselves. if Ted's at the office all day, he's going to Pornhub twice a day, and he comes home. Ted, Ted in 2019. Yeah, and Ted in 2019, he's like, I'm good. And then, but Ted in 1954. 1954 was coming home from the office horny because he had no go, outlet. Because he had no outlet, he didn't have a constant. <laughs> I don't know, but that's why I don't want you watching porn without me. For sure, that's why I don't. Um, because if you're that. not gonna, That's if you're why. not gonna deem me, then someone's gonna get it. It's true, but I mean, it's why, it's why I don't masturbate. Jesus Christ, because you're you're crazy in the best way. You're like, give it to me. I'm like, I have to go. So it's like you. Have, it's like I'm always training for the big fight. It's like I have to be like in shape, like constantly. That's right. right. It's good. I like it. You're the best. Yeah. Thanks. You really are. Thanks. Absolutely fantastic and wonderful. Are you just kissing my ass for the podcast right now? No. Is this a podcast ass kissing? <laughs> no. No, it's true. Yeah. 
I think that I would love to see women talking about it more openly. Just sex in general. I would too. Yeah, it's like a conflict. Ladies, it's if like you need this, someone to talk to about porn, you can email us. This is the classic like joke. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh Tell my us god, about whatever. It. It's like it's fucking okay, cool. In all seriousness, though, I am so bad about writing things down and delivering uh, accurate knowledge. <laughs> So, I left the paper over there, but the email, I always just kind of fumble through it. Our podcast email, mm-hmm. John? The email, for our, I'm getting there, for our podcast is trustmethepodcast at gmail.com. Okay, good. I'm glad we figured that one out. Or do what you've been doing and text Which us. Which is just... <laughs> or talk just to whisper it into the wind and the universe will deliver your message. <laughs> Good night. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you guys and um, talk to you guys soon. We're done.